Welcome to the Marriage by the Book podcast. Whether you have a great marriage or one that needs improvement, this is the show for you. Since 1994, we've used biblical principles to help hundreds of couples, just like you, find relationship success. As you listen, you'll get practical tips, knowledge, and motivation that will help bring greater intimacy and happiness to your marriage so that you can enjoy the relationship you've dreamed of. And now, this is Marriage by the Book. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Marriage by the Book podcast. I want to thank you for listening, you know, and I'm here with my wife, Rebecca. Hello, and welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Um, we are talking about um, our holiday survival guide, and today we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. I hope you are looking forward to it as well. Um, you know, at Thanksgiving, we're usually spending time with family and friends. This past weekend, we got to um, go to our niece's wedding, and we had a great time seeing people that we haven't seen in a long time, family and things like that. So yeah, it, was, it was great. It was good. Yeah, we got to spend a lot of time with family, like you were saying, and actually even got to meet some family I hadn't met before. We had a right. couple of nephews over the last several years who'd gotten married. And we had not met their wives until right. this past weekend, so that was awesome. Yeah, and all of Rebecca's siblings were there. Yeah, um, and there's six of us all together, so that's a that's a big thing. <laughs> right, that's a big thing. So it was really good to see everybody. So, um, <clears throat> so Thanksgiving this Thursday, just a few days away, it can be really busy. Um, you know, you can plan to get get-togethers. There's um, you know, all the shopping that you have to do for Thanksgiving, um, then cooking if you're cooking or maybe bringing a dish and um, it can get kind of overwhelming. Um, and, you know, it can become a very big deal. Um, maybe you're cooking Thanksgiving dinner for the first mm-hmm. time and you want everything to be perfect. You know, we all want things to go well, right. um, but it can add a lot of stress. And then there can be just stress about, you know, seeing people, maybe family that you haven't seen in a while. But um, like I said at the beginning, I think today's episode will help with that. Right, right. You know, I want to tell a story about one of our very first Thanksgivings that Rebecca and I had. Oh, my goodness. And yeah, and you know, really, um, we said some things about this on earlier episodes, but our marriage in the beginning was not good. No. And actually, to kind of give a little background and story, at, at the time this happened, I was not a Christian. I was actually an atheist. And I had been brought up in church and I knew the Lord, but my relationship was not what I would call a great relationship with God at that point. But I did know some things. She did. Yep. And this particular Thanksgiving, this, again, this was years ago. We'd only been together, married a year or so. Anyway, Rebecca had this tradition she brought into our family where you know, before we would eat Thanksgiving dinner, she wanted to go around the table and everyone tells something they were thankful for. Right. Our kids were young at the time and I just wanted to establish, you know, for us to be thankful. And I was trying to teach them that. Right. So, you know, me not being a Christian at all and not being a particularly thankful person, I didn't want to go first. So I wound up going last. So everybody goes around the table, tells what they're thankful for. And it gets to me. And I remember saying, you're all crazy. 
I said, you know, the only reason you've got something to eat and a roof over your head and a table to sit at and anything is because of me. If you're going to be not true, if you're going to be thankful, you need to be thankful to me. I mean, imagine. And I remember thinking, even though I was not, you know, particularly serving God, I still loved God. I believed in God. But I remember thinking, I, I, I'm afraid of what's about to happen. I was, I was afraid of lightning striking us or something. That was the, <laughs> I, even, even though I wasn't serving God, I was new to be thankful. Uh, and Rick yeah. was like, I couldn't believe he even thought. He said that, but he was really, he really thought that. Yeah, I sure which did. Which crazy to me. I did. And, but you know, to kind of make a long story short, <clears throat> during the course of that next year, I became a Christian. Yeah, we, yeah. My life got radically turned around. Mm-hmm. And um, the next Thanksgiving, I think the Wednesday before Thanksgiving or maybe the Sunday, I've forgotten which, but anyway, we were in church and the pastor, whose name was Brother Larry, he, uh he had us uh, get up and say something we were thankful for if we wanted to, you know. And I remember I got up and said that I was thankful to be thankful because in the past I hadn't, I didn't have enough sense, enough uh, revelation or whatever you want to call it to be thankful. And here, you know, this was actually the first Thanksgiving I, I had enough sense, so to speak, to even be thankful. And he had had a heart change. And, yeah. you know, sometimes people aren't, that's it, amazing how their heart is hard toward um, mm-hmm. just even being thankful. And we have a lot to be thankful for. We do, even in difficult circumstances. Yes, yeah. there's the, there are things that we can be thankful for. Um, there's a scripture that um, sometimes we can misunderstand, but the scripture is 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, in everything, give thanks mm-hmm. for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. You know, the Bible doesn't tell us to be thankful for everything. Right. We need to be thankful in everything. And I think that's where people miss it. They think we're supposed to be thankful for everything. No, but in everything. Right. And that's really a big difference. Um, you know, even in difficult circumstances, you can find things to be thankful for. And right. I will tell you, somebody in the world always is is less fortunate than you no matter what your situation is right and you're right we tend to think our circumstances nobody else is going what we're going through we've really got it bad but like rebecca just said maybe it's not so bad after all maybe other people even people maybe closer to you than you realize have it worse but you know the thing is we can control our thoughts i think it's important for us to know that we can control our thoughts and we don't have to focus on the negative things that are going on in our lives or around us you know we can on purpose focus on the positive things in life and 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 just doing that can really change your attitude and, and change your enjoyment of life. You know, there's there's plenty to be discouraged about. There really right. is. There, there are bad things going on in the world. Yeah. But, you know, there's always been bad things going on in the world. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's just a matter of what we're thinking it's about. It's a matter of focus. So I'm going to read a scripture here from Second uh, Corinthians chapter 10. And the first couple of verses are kind of to give it context. And then the last verse is really what I want to get to. So Second Corinthians 10, uh, verse 3. We'll read verses 3 through 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Verse 5 says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought 
into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So that's how we can bring our thoughts into captivity. We control, we can control what we're thinking about. And this scripture is a reminder that we need to do that. Right. And you know, it's not always easy to do. It's very easy mm-hmm. to just, we all tend to kind of just gravitate toward the negative. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, um, we shouldn't let you know we can we can be thinking about the holidays and we can be thinking about who's going to who we're going to see and you know thanksgiving are they going to criticize me are they going to you know is the turkey not going to be right that you know whatever but we should not let people rent space in our mind right and what i mean by that is you know you have your mind full of thoughts what what you're thinking about toward them or what they're going to think about toward you. You know, it's not a good thing to let that happen. And it's our choice. And we forget that sometimes. Right. But it's a good thing to, on purpose, think about what we have to be thankful mm-hmm. for. And that is, it will just kind of um, flip that switch in your mind, so to speak. Exactly. Um, Proverbs, uh, I'm sorry, Philippians 4, 6 through 8 says, Be anxious for nothing. Do you know that... Thoughts of, um, you know, thinking negative thoughts will cause you to be anxious. Mm-hmm. And and I think about the, the holidays, how anxiety, you know, the Bible says anxiety in man's heart makes it heavy or brings it down. Mm-hmm. It can cause depression and it can cause all kinds of really bad things. But we're it's up to us to control our thoughts and we can do it by thinking on something else. Be anxious for nothing. Not controlling your thoughts causes anxiety. But in every Thing by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Verse 7 says, And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Right. So thanksgiving causes us to experience peace, and that actually guards your heart and mind. Mm-hmm. And then It'll guard you from that anxiety. From, yeah. from anxiety yeah. and, and anxiousness and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And verse 8 says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true. So if you don't know what to think about, think, read this verse. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate or think on these things. Right. So let's choose on purpose, you know, and this... Te- it it's not just automatic. You have to on purpose remember. No, I'm not going to think that thought. I'm going to think about right. something else. Right. And good. so mm-hmm. um, that's important that we we have to be purposeful about this. So, have you <clears throat> ever met a, a grateful or thankful person who was unhappy? Probably, Probably not. not. Yeah. You know, you you meet lots of unthankful people who are. Um, unhappy. Yeah, that's really true. Um, but mostly, it, you know, and when you start being thankful, do you know it changes your whole attitude? It changes your heart. It changes your perspective on things. Right. Yeah, I want to tell a story here about. Um, it's a story I heard by a guy named Zig Ziglar. Zig Ziglar was a uh, he was really a great motivational speaker, and and um, anyway, really good with that kind of thing. And he was also a Christian, a believer. And uh, he was talking about how your attitude makes the difference, and he told this story to illustrate that. So this lady came up to Zig Ziglar at a conference he was doing, and he said he'd never seen anyone so full of anger. And what she told him was that she just absolutely hated her job. 
She hated everything about her job. She hated the people that she had to work with. She said they were all just horrible, and it was making her life miserable. And he said he could see from how she was talking that she really had a negative attitude about her job. So he did something interesting. He was trying to change her perspective on things. Um, and he, he really he said that he had seen in his past experience how people – even things they're complaining about, when they think they're about to lose that thing, it'll give them a new value for that thing. So he told her this. He said, you know what? He said, I believe you do have a bad job. But he said, I think it's about to get worse. I think they're about to fire you. And she got, she just looked at him like shocked. Like, why would, why would they fire me? You know, I, I'm the best thing they've got going. They need to fire all those other people and keep me. You know, why would they fire me? And uh, anyway, she said, you know, what should she do? And Zig Ziglar told her to do this, and this is really great. He said, get a piece of paper and write at the top, I'm grateful for my job because. And then write down all the things that you have to be grateful for with your job. And um, he was telling her, you know, stop looking at the negative things and on purpose try to find the positives. And she said something like, you know, well, that'll be easy. There is nothing to be thankful for. So he said, well, hold on a minute. And he talked to her a few minutes and helped her see some things yeah help yeah helped her come up with the list he said uh, okay nothing to be thankful for well do they pay you for working there or do you work there for free and she said well no they pay me so that was one thing she could be thankful for right so then he just kind of went through with this with her and they you know what came out of it was they they paid her and she was thankful for that they paid her actually above the average okay she had three weeks of vacation pay every year uh, she had a retirement wow. program. Yeah, she she had a retirement program. She was in on profit sharing with the business. She had health insurance and life insurance and accident insurance. Not everybody has that. All, this was all paid for by her company wow. she worked for. She lived less than 10 minutes from work, so she had a short commute. She was in on management decisions. Uh, the company sent her to three seminars every year and paid for all of that. And she had, now get, she had, a, <laughs> she had her own private parking place and private office. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's, that's amazing. It, you know, it's amazing when you start thinking about negative things, how you lose sight of positive things. She, and there was a there lot was to a, be, yeah. There was a lot for her to be yeah. thankful for. Yeah. But she and, just wasn't focusing on it. She was just focused on the negative. Right. And then sometime later, Zig Ziglar, he said that he saw this lady again. And she told him it was amazing how much her job had changed. <laughs> and he said, you know, really, her job didn't change. She did. She did, yeah. And it's <clears> amazing. So you, you can see how that can affect your life. Just our outlook, our attitude, our yeah. thinking completely can change, a, turn a situation around. And do you know, it's not just for her, but it will change people around you. Yes, it, right. I, I believe that it, and we all have more to be thankful for if we will just mm -hmm. think about it. You know, you can, uh, the holidays, I know sometimes people are stressed about seeing their family or seeing people they haven't seen throughout the year. Or maybe, you know, uh, money could be tight or, right. you know, what am I going to wear? But, you know, the most important thing that we can be thankful for is our salvation. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Thank God, Jesus came and we have salvation through him we have a relationship with god uh, you know we can be thankful for i remember years ago my um my daughter was away in college and she was not having a particular good time 
um, you know, it was kind of a rough week or whatever. And, and she heard a sermon they had taught her in class about being thankful. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she just made a list and there were so many things on that list. When I read it, it brought me to tears because there were so many things like one of the things she was thankful for, for was twirling. You know how little girls with their moms, they'll, they'll twirl and Mm -hmm. kind of spin around. (laughs) And I thought of how, how precious that was, you know, I mean, that's an awesome thing to be thankful for. You know, we have air to breathe. Thank God for gravity. Thank God for, you know, the internet. Think think if you didn't have gravity. Yeah. Right. How horrible that would be. Thank God for the internet. And you know, when things are really bad and maybe your situation is very tough this holiday season, but you can always be thankful. You know what? Life here is, is, we're not always going to be here. We will go to heaven and you can always think about heaven. Heaven is, is our home if you're born again. Mm. And you know, that's a promised place that belongs to us and we can look forward to going there. Right. Yeah. I think too, about the holidays, a lot of times people, they, they, we can be thankful that our parents or our siblings, relatives are, are living. A lot right. Of, a lot of people wish they had their parents at the yes, holidays and absolutely. they're not here anymore. So thank God if they're thank alive. God you, have, yeah. you know, think about this. I read recently that 21% of Americans are functionally illiterate. That's 43 million people. If you're able to read, be thankful for that. Yeah, right. I'm thankful we found a Thanksgiving turkey. There yes. were people saying there were going to be shortages and things. Well, we, we got a turkey. So thank right. God for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard somebody say once, I was talking to Rebecca about this earlier. I heard somebody say once, imagine that you could only have tomorrow what you're thankful for today. When I heard that, it really made me think. What do I have in my life, or I'm sorry, what do I want to have in my life tomorrow? Well, I better be thankful for that today. You know, right. that really change your, changes your perspective. Yeah, I want Rebecca to be there tomorrow, so I want to right. be thankful for her, our, our house, our kids, our cars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, imagine waking up tomorrow and you could only have what you're thankful for today. What would be there? It would really make right. you think. Right. Um, and, you know, when it comes to your spouse, you, you know, you can be, what thing are you thankful for them? Mm-hmm. What, you know, what is it about your spouse? And even if your marriage is not the best, I will tell you, you can find something to be thankful for. Right. So, um, you know, um, there's many things. I know I'm thankful that Rick doesn't throw his socks on the floor um, anymore instead of, <laughs> you know, he'll take them and put them in the laundry room. Yeah, you know, we still have haven't ra- got the the point about, you know, it, it, it's kind of wrapped up. It looks like a donut when they're in there, but at least they're in the hamper, you know, <laughs> and that used to just bother me so much, which is really a silly thing. But, you know, sometimes those little things can just, mm-hmm. it can get on your nerves or whatever, but you know what? I can be thankful. I can be thankful that yeah. he's got socks. Right. You know, um, you can be thankful that, um, you're married. You can, you can be thankful that God is for your marriage. You know, he is committed to your success in marriage and you need to be thankful for that. You know, we need to remind ourselves, you know what? God is committed to us. So that's an awesome thing to be thankful for. Right. You know, there aren't any perfect people. You know, none of us have a perfect spouse. But we we can look for the negative or I can do like what Rebecca read there in Philippians chapter four, where it says to be thankful and to think on the good things, you know. So maybe 
you know, you could do what Rebecca brought into our family and on Thanksgiving on purpose, say what you're thankful for. Right. Adopt that tradition, you know, make a list of things you're thankful for. You know, I've seen of those, um, you can, a lot of times people write what they're thankful for and Mm -hmm. put it in a bowl and they'll just take turns reading them, you know, so it's not like specifically yours. But I, I think about, you know, we could have that in a jar maybe. And when we're having a particularly tough day, we might could go to that jar Mm -hmm. and pull out something that we were thankful for. And it can just help us refocus. Absolutely. Right. So, okay. Here's a question that we want to answer. We like to answer questions from listeners. So here's a question. If things get tense at Thanksgiving, or you could just say at any holiday or any time or any time, if things get tense at Thanksgiving though, with my spouse, kids or family, what should I do? Well, I, I think if people, if things get tense, usually it's because somebody has said something negative, they're complaining, or maybe they they said something, you know, not nice about you or your food or your house or your kids or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, it could be a, a lot of things. And you can just change that by, instead of, you know, chiming in to, and to agree with them or argue with them, mm-hmm. you can turn it and just find something to be thankful for and if you say that you know if if rick was complaining and maybe he said something like you know okay well the turkey sure is dry or something like that instead of me just you know getting defensive or whatever i could say well you know what thank god we have a turkey this year thank god we're not in a country where we don't have food that's right and i will tell you not only does it help you not get into a bad place but it kind of brings perspective to the table and it changes Mm -hmm. that atmosphere so that's something that you could do and you can do that in any situation and it is not easy to do Uh, this is not some pat thing you have to work on doing this you have to decide you're going to do it it's it's a decision that you have to consciously make and it's an effort to do it because your flesh does not feel like doing it your flesh wants to be defensive wants to say you know well you didn't cook the turkey or you didn't have to you know whatever it is and but you really can change things by just you can change you and the atmosphere by um, finding something to be thankful about absolutely you know thanksgiving it's it's a great christian holiday it's about giving thanks you know we're thanking god right so you know i think if you're a Christian, you can be thankful that right now this is as close to hell as you're ever going to get. You know, heaven is your destination. That's right. an awesome thing. That's your right. best days are ahead. Yes, they're not behind you. Mm-hmm. God never serves dessert first. And, and, and that's what that means. Our best days are ahead, you know. We always save dessert for last, and I think about all the desserts we're going to eat at Thanksgiving. And yep. I'm like, I look <laughs> yeah. forward to those. But, you know, God is that way there's there are things in life to look forward to yes and um so our best days are ahead and we can be thankful um you know we need to remember not just at thanksgiving but throughout the year every to day. just be thankful yeah, yeah so, every day so we're going to wrap it up here over the next several weeks as part of our marriage by the book holiday survival guide we're going to be talking about other subjects uh related to the holidays so if you have a question please send those in send yeah, them we'd to, love to answer yeah, it. absolutely send it to info at marriage by the book.org um, info at marriage by the book.org and that's it for today happy thanksgiving we hope you enjoyed today's marriage by the book podcast make sure to like rate and review and hit the subscribe button for additional resources or to go deeper visit marriage by the book.org see you next time.